Relax, refresh, rejuvenate at FaceLogic Spa, your personal oasis in Clovis. Pampering yourself has never been this pleasurable. Enjoy soothing, customized facial treatments tailored to your skin type. Ask about our membership program and get great discounts every month. Love your face. Beautify your skin at FaceLogic Spa, Willow and Herndon in Clovis. Welcome to another edition of San Joaquin Spotlight. This is a public affairs broadcast we're airing on CMAC, Comcast 93 and AT&T 99 in the Fresno and Clovis area. We're also in the Central Valley of California on Talk Radio 1550 KXEX. Finally, we are on podcasts, Spotify's podcast stream, so you can hear us around the world. And for those of you who are familiar with Fresno and Clovis and and the uh, festivals that go on, One of the bigger ones in our community you've heard of is the Greek Festival. And every year I go and I take my family and we're introduced and listen to great Greek music and Greek food. And we learn about the culture. There's a beautiful Greek church here, St. George in Fresno. And so we've had a guest from the past from this organization that I'm going to introduce. But we wanted to continue the conversation with Drake Barakis. He's the board chair and president of the National Hellenic Society. Welcome, sir, to the program. Thank you, Savag. Thank you very much for having me. So this organization is really uh, focused on Greek-American issues, correct? Talk about this organization a little bit. Sure, sure. It's it's really started. It's actually, you know, compared to our other organizations here in the diaspora, it's a pretty relatively newer organization. It's less than 20 years old. Uh, it really filling a void to ensure that that the Greek culture and heritage here in the United States is not only preserved and protected, but perpetuated. And we do that by engaging the next generation, empowering them. You know, as we all know here, as 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 uh, Americans, first and foremost, every generation that passes becomes less and less connected to their ethnicity. So it's uh, it's a challenge that we all all ethnic groups face. Um, so having a good good connection with the homeland is, is important, but also having uh, programs here that can engage people and keep them active and making sure that the next generations have that kind of path. You know, we, we pass the flame along to them, but we want to make sure that they have a clear path of, of going forward and, and, and making sure that uh, it's an important aspect of their lives as well. And I, I want to talk a little bit more about the organization in a little bit. But when I opened, I mentioned the Greek festival here. Sure. It happens every year around the Greek church. And I've been in Fresno for, since 1991. And every year the festival grows. And, and I think it's an important festival because, sure, we're dancing and we're singing and we're eating good food. But for me... I have a lot of respect for the Greek American community, the 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 challenges and the tragedy that you, the community faced in the end of the Ottoman Empire, and yes. for, for the communities to thrive in the United States, unbelievable. My hat is tipped to you and your organization. How important are these festivals? Well, they're very critical. I think it's it's again, it's one way of of keeping. Uh, that flame alive, so to speak. And and again, it's not just, you know, you've noticed, and I think the Greek festivals, uh, ethnic festivals all over the country, you know, they're they're not closed events. They're open to the community where they're at. 
uh, it's really a place to, to not only celebrate, you know, Greek culture and food and music and arts and all the, you know, everything that kind of is associated with what we think of uh, in, in our Greek culture and our Hellenic culture. But it's it's also a way to, you know, there's a Greek world philoxenia, right, which is hospitality, being hospitable. And it's an extension of, of you know, what people do over in Greece, how they live their lives and how they're very friendly and open and, and looking to take care of you. And so I think it's also passing that message along to the, you know, the rest of the world that, that you know, we want to share our culture. We want to share what we have. Um, and it's a great, again, a great way to get people together. There's, you know, some, some events have a lot of different interactive things going on as well, activities, but it's really a, it's really unfortunately once a year, a lot of times, but it's, it, again, it's a great way to bring the community together. Um, and not feel, uh, you know, again, as, as you're, you're leaving out fellow citizens here uh, you know, across the country. So it, I think we enjoy that. It's also it's, you know, a very important fundraiser for, for the churches, of course. Um, but it's again, it's a community event. And I'm glad that people, uh, you know, really get involved and uh, participate in them. Years ago, a movie came out. And everybody knew this movie. And they kind of laughed at the grandma in the movie. And and but big screen i mean i mean i took i i'm talking about my big fat greek wedding of course sure the movie came out and it taught audiences about like greek culture and yeah and there was a lot of joking into in it but i looked at that movie and i thought what a great way for the introduction of the greek uh culture in homes that may, may not have known Talk about the big screen. And I'm asking you this question because I'm going to follow up with another movie that came out. Sure. That, so go ahead and, and take, let, let's talk about My Big Fat Greek Wedding and then let's segue into the other movie that your organization was involved in. Sure, sure. It's interesting, you know, it's interesting. I'll just start off by saying it's interesting that with, our, you know, the rich culture and, and heritage that we have and and what we've been able to, to offer the world, uh, even to this day in the modern day, it's not just, the, you know, the, the, the contributions of the, you know, the ancient culture we all think of, you know, the obvious, the de democracy and sports and music and theater, all that stuff. But it's, you know, it's fascinating to me that there hasn't been more more movies uh, because of that impact. But anyway, nevertheless, yeah, Big Fat Greek Wedding for me as a, you know, I'm a second generation Greek American, born and raised on the East Coast outside of the Boston area. It, you know, it resonated uh, extremely close to obviously my family situation because I can definitely relate to it. Um, and it was it's it's fun for me because it, it again, it shows, you know, the the you know, the kind of the not only the uniqueness, but also the quirkiness, the, 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 you know, that everything is geared around family and love and we, we like to have a good time. And as I said, you know, the word philoxenia about being open and inviting, you know, to all cultures. Now, of course, there's always there's challenges, you know, the kind of the old school was always, you know, looking at somebody that wasn't Greek as, as second-class citizens. Right. But that's, you know, I think that's obviously as we're, we're here in the United States, we're, we're obviously amongst equals. And so, you know, I think that movie kind of brought everyone into what a Greek family is like. Um, and quite frankly, especially if you're from anywhere in Southern Europe uh, or in the Middle East, um, you know, that, that that kind of very similar tone, you know, is very similar values and beliefs, even though we're very different ethnic groups. Uh, you know, a lot of those, I think a lot of people just beyond just Greeks could, could relate to that. And I think that was kind of the great part and why I think what, what made it successful it was just a nice good happy movie and it brought a lot of good fun together and 
before we talk about Cliffs of Freedom, which sure. you know, the reason I brought up movies is because I want to talk a little bit about that movie because it was done very well and I've seen it. One of the things that caught my attention about my big fat Greek wedding is that I resonated with the the school child where, you know, she's bringing home a leftover and, you know, she's eating moussaka, but they have a different word for it in the movie. And I thought, you know, this is exactly what we went through when we brought different foods, you know, like, you know, I'm not going to call it Armenian, but, you know, Yalanchi or Sarma, the the the, the dolma, the, the wrapped right. grape leaves. When you bring that to school, some and people haven't seen it before, they question what it, what are you eating? A grape leaf? It's delicious, as you and I know, but some people didn't know that. So I, I appreciated that part in the movie because it shows what you know what kids go through that are from different ethnicities. Cliffs of Freedom. Well done movie. Talk about this movie a little bit, and it's available for folks to watch. Yeah, it's, it's across all pretty much. I mean, obviously, the world today is all streaming, right? Netflix and, and beyond. And so, yeah, it's 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 available anywhere, really, on a lot of different platforms. So Clips of Freedom uh, is really about, um, it, you know, it's a, it's a historical uh, drama movie. Obviously, it has a romance in it because, you know, Hollywood loves to have a good romance, <laughs> right? Uh, but I think it, what what. You know, the, the movie, of course, is geared upon the 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 uh, beginning of the the Greek War of Independence in 1821 from at that time the Ottoman Empire, which is present day Turkey. And I think what what I think what you know the, the movie itself was was very serious. You know, it wasn't just a fun joking thing. It was you know any I guess any type of movie that revolves around wars uh, or or independences of some sort. Um, you know, they're tragic. Um, you know, wars aren't good things. They're, they're unhappy things, but they're also, you know, people fighting for a cause, fighting, and in that case, fighting for freedom, fighting for, uh, you know, taking over control of their land again, and 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 moving on and, and becoming a better country and better society. So, the thing that we that resonated very much with us, um, obviously, the movie was produced by by. Two of our members, uh, Dean and Marianne Metropolis, um, and it was a you know a passionate project for them. They weren't looking to create a movie that was you know that would essentially compete for Academy Awards or anything like that. They really wanted to tell the story in a way that that obviously was historically accurate. Uh, the events were you know uh, are very well documented, uh, but also show that you know the the I guess. You know the themes behind behind it, which you can you can really you know if you really wanted to take apart a movie like that, you, you can create a lot of different things and, and a lot of different impacts that came out of that movie. Um, you know the, the the fighting spirit of of what it feels like to be independent. And certainly, we know nowadays in our own world, right? There's still wars going on. You get a sense of what people's struggles are. Maybe not with you know in an age where there was te- you know there was no technology, but just what people had to do in a day to day uh day-to-day life to, to kind of survive and the quest for freedom uh, at the end of the day that they they you know were willing to sacrifice it all to try to get back what they had before so you know there's a lot of you know the, the beauty of and i think he, I, I say it even as a, a modern day greek american is that you know we, we we're taught a lot about in our own greek community we're taught a lot about the war of independence and, and the impact and what what happened to greece before and after that and up until modern day but you know there's a lot of things we keep learning uh and a lot of things that that you know we weren't aware of and how that actually shaped you know other countries other other uh 
countries that wanted to fight for their own freedom and democracy, how the, you know, the whole impact of the United States, uh, you know, was, was felt by it. And, and, and I, you know, I have, I'm just, I'm not going to, this isn't a formal quote, but, you know, somebody in our, our group made a great point once saying that, you know, if you look back in history and which is of course, just talking about the Greece, Greek and U S relations, um, you know, the culture of ancient Greece, right. The, 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 the education, the architecture, the ideologies, the freedoms back, you know, back centuries ago, uh, you know, influenced, you know, the U.S. War of Independence, you know, from from Great Britain. You know, you had people like Thomas Jefferson, Madison, Franklin, all the, you know, the the the, the uh, prominent folks here in the United States that were all trained and educated in Greek classics and Greek language. And they appreciated the history and, and they saw what what Greece provided to the world and they wanted to create a union by that. And then subsequently, if you think about it, down the road, years later, when, you know, Greece was leading up to it, his, its independence, you know, they were inspired by what a modern day, at that time, a modern day democracy looked like, which was the United States uh, getting their independence from Britain and, and looking at that political model that they established with the presidency and, you know, the sim symbolism of freedom and liberty and democracy and that really made it you know that it kind of is interesting how they those dynamics developed and but anyway getting back to the point is i think the movie creates a lot of interesting themes uh and a lot of interesting points of discussion that that i think all cultures and all all groups that have gone through any type of of hardship any type of wars uh can really truly understand and i think that's you know the timing of that movie um I think in, in the world that we live in today, I think was very, very well, uh, you know, very well received. And I think it, the timing couldn't have been better. And the movie we're talking about is Cliffs of Freedom. It's available. I think I saw it on Netflix. So I think it's available across many different streaming. Yes, correct. Um, I, I encourage you to go out and see it, learn a little bit more about, you know, that battle that that Greece fought and the Greeks fought. You are listening Correct. to San Joaquin Spotlight, a public affairs broadcast airing on CMAC, Comcast 93, and AT&T 99. We're also in the Central Valley of California on Talk Radio 1550 KXEX. And finally, we're on podcast all around the world. We're on Anchor FM, Spotify Company, Spotify Podcast. I'm your host, Sevag Tatiosi, and our guest this week is with the National Hellenic Society, Mr. Drake Birakis, he is the president and the board chair. Sir, welcome to the program. Thank you again. So one of the things that I find very interesting that your organization does, and I love it, by the way, is you send groups to Greece from the United States and, and they tour and do some education out there. What a great way. And I was looking at the pictures and I, I saw a lot of them, you know, teenagers, you know, young adults. What a great way for them to understand the history and the country more. Talk a little bit about that program that you do. Sure, sure. Well, you know, you, you got to give credit where credit is due. There's no greater uh, uh, blueprint that was that uh, was developed decades ago to showcase how a a, a modern day diaspora can can connect or even reconnect with its homeland, and that's the uh, the Birthright Israel program. That was created that sends thousands and thousands of young uh, Jewish Americans back to Israel. Um, you know, we've had, you know, there's no shortage of, of, of obviously programs that give afford the opportunity of going overseas, um, whether it's religious camps or um, 
uh, you know, study abroad obviously is the most prominent uh, that's out there today. But we felt that, you know, given, again, we're, we're like most ethnicities in this country, we're multi-generational, um, you know, we're all, uh, we're very well integrated in this country, mixed marriages, we're, we're, we're taught to embrace all cultures because you can really learn and, 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 and uh, appreciate all different types of, and that's the whole, you know, that's why this country is what it is today. Uh, for, for better or for worse, but o overall, I think it's a it, it was a program that I think was created because there's the, you know a growing number of of young Greek Americans uh, that had never had any connection with Greece. You know, the last name may be Greek, but they you know they were fourth fifth generation. You know, they either weren't brought up in the church, um, or they were brought up in the church, but they kind of you know kind of drifted. You know the world's changed in the last fifty years. You know, if you and I'm sure it's the same in the Armenian community as well. And, uh, and we spoke earlier about Boston and Boston having a very rich uh, Greek and Armenian community. Um, you know, fifty, sixty years ago, when I was growing up, when I was very young, you know, the church was the center of, act, of all activity, right? And obviously, as be, as we've become more and more Americanized, it's become more and more challenging. So it's it's not just you know you can go to the church and find all the Greeks. It's we're everywhere now, right? So as as all ethnic groups are. So, you know, we felt that that was a huge opportunity, you know, children or especially college age children that were maturing and, and, and were old enough to obviously travel, uh, bring them to Greece. You know, we know that whether it's they have, you know, a parent that's Greek or one grandparent that's Greek, they have some connection and we need to, we ha they have that flame in them, but how do we reignite it? And so we created this, this birthright-like program. It's a full immersion program. Uh, it brings them over there for, for a little over two weeks. Uh, it's a sponsored trip other than airfare, which they're responsible for. Everything else is covered. So it's it's relatively uh, you know inexpensive compared to, you know, going to study abroad or going anywhere else. And it's again, it's all about trying to create, trying to reignite that flame in them, whatever it may be. And everyone has a different experience, which is great. But the, the bottom line is they come back. Um, you know, the, the trip is really what we like to promote, how we promote it is, is the trip is really half the battle. Getting them over there is important and critical, immersing them in, in everyday life in Greece. You know, it's not just going over there, looking at museums and saying, oh, this is what Greece used to be, you know, thousands of years ago. Yeah, we're, we're fortunate, but we have that, you know, that's a major tourist attraction and tourist draw, right? A lot of the ancient sites and and, and a lot of the, the you know, the, the history of Greece. But, you know, it's about the food, the language, the day-to-day -day living. And I think we're accomplishing two things like after this program is done is one is, you know, one important aspect of the program is, is it's not just, you know, 100 American kids going over there, Greek American kids and they're just brought around and they come back. No, they're they're actually teamed up with, paired up with actual, you know, students from Greece that are actually born and raised in Greece, live there. So they they have a, you know, they get a different element. They're 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 amongst peers, so they learn their way of life, and so they get to learn and feed off of each other. And of course, with technology nowadays, communication nowadays, you can stay connected with somebody any any second of the day, right? So that's a huge plus. And the other thing is when they come back because they're excited and, you know, and, and uh, uh, you know, it, it very much is a transformational trip for a lot of them. It's like, okay, well, that's great. But like anything else, how do you keep that momentum, right? You know, we all know what it's like to go on a trip or experience an event or something and come back and you're all excited, but we get back to our lives. We, a lot of them that are still in school, so they get back to their colleges or they go back to, you know, finding out they have to get, a, you know, their finishing up and getting jobs and so forth. So they, 
over time, you know, you don't want them to lose that that kind of passion for that. So, you know, we have a, obviously our, our, our organization is geared around, you know, being all over this country. We are, you know, we're, we're regionally represented. We try to have events locally uh, to, to capture, uh, you know, obviously engagement and gatherings. But we, we also, you know, we find a way for them to whether they need help uh, in, in, you know, networking or, or help looking at their careers help, uh, you know, if they decide to move or go back home, is just something in their community they can, they can, you know, latch on to. And so, you know, that's a challenge. It's not easy. Uh, but I think we've, you know, in the, in the 12 plus years that we've done this program, we've seen tremendous amount of impact and, you know, the program has grown every year. It started off with a dozen students. Now it's over a hundred every year, every summer. We we're now in, in two cities in Greece, the two major cities, Athens and Thessaloniki. And so, um, I think we're playing a very important role and, and the program is sold out every year. So there's, you know, the demand we know is high and, and we're also looking to, you know, I don't want to get too much too far ahead of myself, but we're also looking to create programs around that, around that theme for young adults, young professionals, you know, that, that are, you know, that are, you know, we're, we're vast majority of our marriages are mixed marriages. So why not have, you know, ha, you know, again, as I said earlier, embrace whatever culture your, your family is involved with and but, you know, there's something to be said for our rich, rich culture and uh, and our faith in Greece, and it's a great place to go visit. It's a great place to learn about, and I, I think it's 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 you know I think it's an important part of of us here in the in the United States that that uh, you know have direct connections, whether they're parents that were born there or grandparents that we we can recall came from there. You know, I think it's a great way to keep keep that connection alive and well. Definitely a place that I want to visit is Greece and Athens and and for all the reasons that you mentioned. Now, endeavors like yours takes money, right? There's yes. no secret around it. Fundraising is important um, because these things are expensive. You have a gala that I believe it's annually. Talk yes. a little bit about this gala and what people can expect if any of our listeners decide they want to make the trek and visit the gala. Sure, sure. So our annual gala is usually uh, for the last 10 plus years, it's, it's been in uh, the month of October. Columbus Day weekend is when we have it. The gala is, is really more than just one evening event. It's really, a, 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 a we call it a heritage weekend and classic. And what what it does is is it brings together our members. Our members, are, we're a paid membership organization. So um it brings together our members. It brings again, brings their families if they'd like to bring them. It brings the students that have gone on, on these trips every year. Uh, and it's, and it's open to, you know, families, friends, and guests. Cause as I said before, you know, we're, we're not a, you know, we're not exclusive. We we're very inclusive. Um, and I think as a newer organization, I think that's one of our, our strong points and strengths. So yes, fundraising at the end of the day, determines how many students we can send and and how many uh and, and and you know sustaining and growing the program we know we have a great program uh but it takes time and money to do that so you know combination of our members donating we also solicit sponsorships you know you can sponsor the scholarships you know sponsor students that go on the trip and i, I think the ga annual gala is really a culmination of, of all the year's activities it, it's a combination of of you know updates of what's going on, but it's also informative. We usually have some very interactive panels and speakers on a variety of, of, of topics. Um, and but the bottom line is, we also have a lot of fun. It's it's a it's the time to get together and gathering and showcase why this program is is important. Uh, 
not just sit on the laurels of the past of why it's successful, but why we need to, you know, continue to grow and build beyond that. We started an endowment, which I think is very important because that will ensure that this program never goes away. And so we're in the early stages of doing that. You know, we, again, we have a great story to tell. It's 10 plus years of, of uh, uh, you know, great feedback and success across the board. And so, you know, it resonates with, with you know, helping get more money so we can, you know, not just send 100 a year, but send 200, 300, 500 and keep it sustainable. And also create, like I said, create other programs around it that can help re-engage, uh, uh, you know, Greek Americans. And it's not just, you know, I mentioned earlier, the program is really pretty much geared to, for the most part, first timers, right? Those have never been to Greece. But let's face it, any ethnic group, right? If you're brought up in a church or a fairly close family environment, you know, a lot of times over, over as time passes, you go on to college, you have work career family, that becomes secondary. So for a lot of, for, you know, older, meaning, you know, post-college, it's a way to help reconnect. So it's not just first time, it's also those that have kind of drifted, those that have kind of kind of lost their way, so to speak. It's, it's a way of bringing them back into the fold. The good thing is they already have that foundation deep down inside of them. It's just a question of how do you bring it out and what's the best way to do it? Yeah, I, I think it's proven anywhere around this world. It doesn't matter, it's not just Greece. The best way to learn about anything about your 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 you know wherever you're from is is to visit the country and and immerse yourself in it. That's there's no other substitution. You can read all you want, you can watch all the videos and movies you'd like, and talk to as many people as you want. But until you're physically there, until you're on the ground, seeing what it's all about with your own eyes, hearing what's going on around you, and, and interpreting all that stuff and experience it, that's you know immersion. Immersion is there's no better way. And before I let you go, as we're running out of time sure. this week on the program, I mean, I could talk to you for hours and hours about <laughs> this stuff. But my question is, for our listeners who, Greek or non-Greek, who say, you know, how can what can I do to help Greek Americans or this organization's cause? What are some ways that people can help and learn about you? Sure. Well, you know, the one thing that I think we've also, I mentioned earlier, you know, we, uh, as Greeks, and it's not just Greeks, but, but you know, I think it's a European thing, of course, and I'm sure it's an Armenian thing, of course, is, you know, politics and religion is always, always first and foremost, you know, the topic of conversation. Obviously, we have big elections coming up in, in Greece this weekend, but we try to, even though it's ingrained in us, as an organization, we try to stay out of that. We try to, we try to just focus on the, the pure richness of our culture and heritage and what we can do. And it really, it's a gift to the world, right? I mean, it's not just the gift of the ancients, it's the gift of modern day, you know, what it means to be a modern day democracy, what it means to be modern day theater, modern day culinary. And so, you know, we're, we're an organization that that's, that's had a lot of collaborations uh, with other, other like-minded organizations, not just, um, you know, Greek-related organizations, but all types of organizations. Uh, you know, we're involved with the combat anti-Semitism movement. You know, with our with our Jewish friends and colleagues. Um, I'd say, you know, whatever partnerships that we can do, because we do have, as I said, we, Greeks, Armenians, we have a very common bond, very common background, values, beliefs, families. We face the same struggles as we did, you know, in in the early early 1900s, um, and you know, we can relate to each other. It's how can we work together better? Uh, not just at, you know, the hierarchy level of the churches, right? But I'm saying 
people to people. How can we collaborate better together as organizations um, and, and help the cause of, of you know, knowing more about each other and integrating uh, and, and learning more about you know, how we can as, as two, again, at the end of the day, we're both very two small ethnic groups, very strong, educated, powerful, and, and, and had a lot of good success, but you know, we are small in numbers. So I think any, any way we, we we're open to collaborating and working together, I think is, is important and critical. And I, I think I did read once, I'm outdating myself, you know, there may have been at some point, or maybe there still is a, a, somewhat of a, a program that sends students to Armenia as well. I'm not sure if that's correct or not, but I think learning from each other, working together, uh, I think we all learn a lot from each other. Excellent way to pro end the program, sir. We are out of time. Thank you to our audience members watching this broadcast on CMAC, Comcast 93 and AT&T 99 in the Fresno and Clovis area. Thank you to those listening to Talk Radio 1550, KXCX in the Central Valley of California. And finally, thank you to those listening to Anchor FM, Spotify, all around the world and various other podcast mediums. Our guest this week has been the board chair and president of the National Hellenic Society, Mr. Drake Barakis. Thank you, sir, for coming on. Thank you very much. My pleasure. That's all for this edition. I'm your host, Sevag Tatiosian. Tune in next week to a new edition. This program was made possible in part by FaceLogic Essential Skin Care and Spa in Clovis. Relax, refresh, rejuvenate at FaceLogic Spa, your personal oasis in Clovis. Pampering yourself has never been this pleasurable. Enjoy soothing, customized facial treatments tailored to your skin type. Ask about our membership program and get great discounts every month. Love your face, beautify your skin at FaceLogic Spa, Willow and Herndon in Clovis.